Hello, and welcome to the Daily Musings Podcast. I am your host, Steve M. I will be reading the daily reflection from the books Beyond Belief, Daily Musings for a 12-Step Life by Joe C., and published by Rebellion Dogs Publishing, and 365 Dao by Deng Ming Dao, published by Harper One. To be clear, I have not received permission from either publisher to reproduce this content in any form. It is strictly intended for my personal use and the enjoyment of my family and a few close friends. I hope you enjoy today's Daily Musings. October 6, 365 Dao, Day 279, Stillness. Wind stirs the bamboo, but once the wind passes, the bamboo is silent. Geese land in the chill pond, but once the geese fly away, there are no reflections. In the same way, once the red dust passes, the mind is still. The affairs of the world are often euphemistically referred to as red dust. This is the involvement of the world that is hard to brush away, and yet equally hard to hold on to. We may seek meditative detachment, but as long as the stimulations of the world continue to blow through our minds, the true stillness of meditation is impossible. If we do not involve ourselves with the difficulties of the world, there will naturally not be any suggestion or stimulation present. Then the mind will be still. The still mind is capable of the most supreme states of existence. Obviously, total withdrawal from the tribulations, dangers, sensual temptations, and entanglements of everyday life would be one way of doing this. If you feel ready to do this, and you have that option, then you should do so. You will find satisfaction and happiness very quickly. But if you are obligated to remain in the world for some time more, and still want to practice the art of tranquility, you must execute withdrawal on a more microcosmic scale. Then stillness is possible, for at least short periods. Day 279 And now, Beyond Belief, Daily Musing for October 6. Today's quote, It is the highest form of self-respect to admit our errors and mistakes and make amends for them. To make a mistake is only an error in judgment, but to adhere to it when it is discovered shows infirmity of character. Dale Turner Self-correction and making amends is healing, humbling, and freeing. The Narcotics Anonymous workbook tells us that making direct amends, except when to do so would injure them or others, step nine, is the stage in which we get to look the world in the eye. The amends step is the first time we are invited to use discretion. Up until now, the language has been absolute, fearless exact nature of our wrongs, entirely ready, 
all these defects, all the persons we had harmed. There isn't room for creative interpretation here. The steps are extreme. We mature in our recovery. This step isn't about us, the victims of a merciless malady. It's about innocent people that we have wronged. The steps are in order, and there is a reason that making amends isn't at the beginning. We aren't in the spotlight here. This step can't be about the drama of the lengths we are going to. These people are not the audience or a bit part in our recovery play. Step nine is about their needs and our willingness to understand. Our old modus operandi would make this step about our journey. Now we need to live the humility as learned in step seven. We consider the impact of the deeds we listed in step eight. We imagine how the harm we've done feels to our victims. Step nine requires prudence more than eagerness. It can't be launched into because we need or want the payoff. Maybe we should ad lib, and maybe we should rehearse with a sponsor, friend, or therapist. I am a better person, but am I ready to make amends? I don't want to procrastinate, but I don't want to do more harm. How should I prepare? October 6th.